As always, I'm Mara. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rest let's restart this. Okay, great. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm fine. We've been sitting and talking for like uh, two hours. Okay, well, so. all right, yeah. Dad, yeah. we have to restart it again. That was I don't awful. think we have to. We can't restart it again. It's just got to be awful. I don't like it. Well, I feel like the beginnings of podcasts are always bad because you have to turn on your radio vo radio voice and pretend you haven't been sitting in the same room for, you know, forever already. You don't have to. Okay, you're you're right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I love being right. Okay, so you're going to start us off with some shark news. Yeah, this welcome to Patilda Bag Shark podcast about Harry Potter and sharks and other things probably mostly usually other things. yeah yeah um that's that's Mara they can't see me well the one that's not my voice is Mara hello and this is Tad that's me my good friend yeah who's going to give us some shark news that was really entertaining him earlier it really was um I do not know what it is yet yeah. so hit me with it i wanted to follow up on Paige winter who's the girl we talked about oh. last podcast. My, my new queen yeah she she was she's a north carolinian who was bitten by bitten by a shark while swimming in the ocean and her dad punched it yes and she lost her leg yeah she lost her leg so um Anyway, there was like an article published that was kind of follow-up about it, and I think the most important fact is that she stands by her statement that sharks are still good people. Yeah, that's become like her, uh, her mantra. Yeah, apparently during the helicopter ride to the hospital, um, her dad said that Paige told the medics, quote, don't be mad, sharks are good people. Um, the article then goes on to say <laughs> the phrase is becoming something like a motto to her, and one that her family has included in the public statements it has released since the attack. That's interesting. It's odd that she was worried that the paramedics were going to be mad. Yeah. Like, at sharks. Yeah. They'd like, she was like, scared oh. they were going to go out and try to kill the shark. Yeah. I think um, it, it then goes on to say that Charlie Winter has smiled and said that he shares a different opinion about sharks. Um, the doctor who did the surgery on his daughter surmised that a bull shark attacked Paige. He reiterated that Paige's plight is especially rare. Worldwide, the doctor said there were 66 unprovoked shark attacks on humans in 2018 and four fatalities. Wait, this is a doctor, not a sharkologist, though, right? <laughs> Apparently, he just had that number on the top of his head. He's just like, oh, let me whip out this statistic out my ass real fast. Um, and then... I wonder if there's a, there's a, a chapter in, in a textbook in med school about sharks. <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah, this is how, mm -hmm. yeah, and and he said that Charlie Winters is the hero of the situation, which well, is, yeah, yeah, I mean, correct, very nice. He punched a shark. Yeah, so. I don't know, I think Paige is a hero, too. Yeah, I think she's great. There's a video um, of her online that you can find of her talking about how um, she's just, she's kind of looking down at a very long recovery slash uh, physical therapy, she's gonna have to get a prosthetic leg, and then she lost, I think, two fingers on one of her hands, okay. um, but she's still gonna be able to do 
everything that she was before, it'll just take her a while to get back to where she was, but... Which fingers did she lose? I think the pinky and, and ring finger on, I think, her left hand. How did she lose two fingers that were not adjacent? What do you mean? That they're not next to each other. Yes, they are. Pinky and ring finger. Oh, you know what <laughs> happened? Did I've been th- wearing this ring on my middle finger <laughs> for like two years. So, so I it's guess I just. Your ring that's finger. my ring finger. My ring finger is different than most people's. If you wore a thumb ring regularly, would you consider <laughs> thumbs to be ring fingers? Yeah, and then, people, and then I'd be like, what's a thumb? <laughs> what's a thumb? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's that bit of shark news. It's not really news, it's just following up with yeah. the previous shark news. I appreciate it. Okay, and then the new shark news for this week is um, it's on WBTV. I don't know what WB stands for, but you know, television. Waterboarding. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I hope not. West Beach, I don't know. I don't know. Um... But the, the title of it that made me click on it was gross, in, quote, in quotes, gross moment leaves baffled at experts sniffing shark vomit for science. <laughs> Video shows. Gross moment leaves baffled experts sniffing shark vomit for science. Video shows. Okay. That's like the follow-up to that statement. Um, so it was a tiger shark that was pulled onto a boat that immediately started vomiting up its lunch on a research vessel. <laughs> it was a defense mechanism. Or it was a stress thing. <laughs> it was a stress thing. He had IBS. He had a nervous tummy. <laughs> um, and so it says, giving scientists a disgusting challenge they simply could not resist. Could they not? Could they not resist? They it? just couldn't wait to stick their dig- digits in that shark bone. <laughs> Want to get up. Yeah. And like their toes and everything just like really get in there. Yeah. So the video shows the scientists are not only handling regurgitated food, but employing the old fashioned sniff test as well. (laughs) The video has been viewed more than 25,000 times since being posted April 10th. (laughs) Um, One O-Search researcher said some science can be a little gross. The good news for scientists is that it presents a valuable chance to learn more about tiger shark diets. Yeah. Um, so are you saying, like, we've never studied shark vomit before? Apparently not. Okay. In the video, Gavin Naylor of the Florida Program for Shark Research explains that the stomach contents include, quote, very, very dark red meat and some what? structure here, which is really peculiar. peculiar. It's kind of spongy. It could be cartilage, he says. We're not quite sure what it is, uh, he says in the one-minute video. Could I'm guessing all three pieces are from the same animal. We'll take samples of DNA from them, and we'll, um, we'll sequence it and see and find out what it was. It could have been a turtle, he guesses. However, the video shows fellow scientist Brian Franks sniffing chunks of stomach content and concluding it does not smell like turtle. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds me of something my uh, philosophy professor told me, which is to not go into an academic field because it will turn you weird and insular and, like, give you a really microscopic, like, weirdness. Yep. He basically said it turns people weird and, like, 
makes them all shut up in their in their mind and in their tiny. Yeah, language. it's like how archaeologists have to lick bones. They do. Yeah, I think I can't remember for sure if it's just. I think it's so you can tell the difference between if something's a rock or a bone. You sure. have to lick it, and I'm like, I'm sure you don't. I have a question. They said dark red meat. Mm-hmm. So to me, red meat is beef. I doubt it was ocean cow. A cow could fall into the ocean. I think it can, you can have... I wonder if they just meant dark red as in color. Mm. I don't know. Um, Probably. <laughs> ja- uh, Jamie Dawson Osbor- Osborne on O-Search's Facebook page wrote, Oh boy, this is gonna get good. Becky Speth posted, So glad no one tasted it. And Brooke, Bruce McCluskey. I'm really glad we're getting their full names. McCluskey. McCluskey said, The diet, they have no diet. They eat anything. That's a diet. It's the shark diet. That's what I'm on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So that's your shark news for the day. I think I did a fantastic job, and you're welcome. Yeah. That's a lot to think about. There are many layers to that story. Yes, if there you had been... That story has layers. <laughs> if you had been on that O-Search research vessel, would you have sniffed the shark vomit? Oh, of course. Really? Yeah. I like that they said it like it's so weird. Like, if, like that probably was not weird for any of the no, people doing it. it's just a good old-fashioned sniff test. Yeah. Plus, That's like, how you study something. Yeah. You, you, t- you use the sensory data. I'm just really interested about that guy who knew what turtle smelled like enough to confidently say, no way, it's not turtle. I've smelled vomited up turtle before. This ain't it. Very interesting. So yeah, that's your shark news for for the week. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Keep that that in your brain. Yep. So we decided because it's storming outside, except I don't actually know if it is anymore. I don't know. All of our windows are closed. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, you sure don't see the light, do you? No. Well, it's nighttime. They don't know that. It's a podcast. We're up bright and early. <laughs> um, no, it's nighttime. And, you know, it's stormy and rainy and we've got cups of tea. Uh, so we're going to talk about fear. Yeah. Specifically horror. Various horror media. Yeah. Correct. Because, I mean, sure, anyone can talk about that. But I feel like we've had some unique experiences with the horror genre. Because we're not, (laughs) how you say, good at it? No, we're not. I mean, we're, we can be brave in our own ways. (laughs) I don't know that I can. I think... We brave our daily existences yeah. pretty well. Um, I, I I think no one has ever chickened out in a movie quite as hard as we did while watching Human Centipede, and no one has ever laughed quite as hard at a horror movie as we have at some of them. So Didn't we go see the second, like, uh, the Annabelle movie? Yes, that's the creepy yes. doll movie I was and talking about. And that's when we laughed. We laughed so hard. We were some of the only people in the theater. We were watching a sequel to a movie we hadn't seen before. Yes. Or a prequel. I don't like know. Like Annabelle Creation or something? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was the prequel to the creepy Annabelle doll movie. We talked through the whole thing, and we just lost our damn minds, like, the whole time. We were just cackling. 
I forget what specifically made us laugh. I don't even know if it was... I don't know if I was scared and I was just laughing because it made me feel less scared or if I just truly thought what was happening was funny. At times it was definitely funny. I know that... Did we watch A Quiet Place together? I think we did. Is that the one with uh, John, John Krasinski? Yeah. No, I've never seen that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We should watch that together. It's interesting. The, the story of the human centipede is, is a good story, sort of. It, uh, I mean, not the story itself. The story of us watching it. That was fun. But, no, story-wise, it's bad. It's cursed. It's terrible. Isn't, uh, isn't, uh, it in German? Or, it's a language I don't speak, question mark? Um, Or is it yeah. in English? I'm pr- well, I know I'm pretty the- sure it's in German. The one guy in it is not, he doesn't speak English, but, and so he's subtitled, but I don't know if the rest of the movie is also subtitled. I can't remember. I don't remember. The other, the girls don't talk enough for me to remember. Yeah. For me, it's my own little private horror movie when I get surprised with the idea that something's not in uh, I think they might have been American tourists in Germany. That sounds correct, maybe. I don't know. Oh, and speaking of foreign horror movies, we've also watched Raw together. Oh, dear God. That was God. French. I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, my God. If anyone has not watched the movie Raw... Uh, it's good. I can't... I don't even know what to say, because I can't recommend it. Cause, but, like, you should probably watch it. But you should probably watch it. I mean... I don't know what would happen if you don't, but we're, you probably should just to be safe. Yeah, we're definitely going to spoil it for you if we talk about it, but that's fine. It's yeah, insane. Spoilers. There's the scene where she's like, isn't she like waxing the yeah. other girl's pubic hair? Her sister hair? is waxing her pubes. Which is already just not normal. Yeah. That's very strange. Well, it's France. <laughs> <laughs> um... And she, while doing that, it like gets stuck or something. And she, I don't know, she, I just know she accidentally cuts off her sister's finger in a pubic hair accident. Or does she cut off her own finger? No, her sister's finger gets cut off. No, but the sister's the one waxing her, right? Yes. And then it like gets stuck and they try to use scissors to get off, but some, yeah. but she's like kicking and struggling and then somehow her sister's finger gets sliced off yeah and then the girl whose finger got cut off passes out yes. which is like valid yeah and then um her sister uh the one who is getting waxed and who has been having these uh who's a vegetarian but she's been having these like cannibalistic urges uh-huh. or at least like raw meat eating urges she like uh like picks up the finger and I don't remember if she actually eats it. Oh, yeah. She eats it. Okay. Because she eats it, and then her sister, like, walks into the room, and she's, No, she's like, just... She was passed out, and then she sits up, and she sees that her sister ate her finger. Or is And then passes finger, out again. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Again, valid. Yeah. Up until... Up till the end of the movie, the sister's, like, the most valid-seeming character, except yes. not good. It's... It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. 
And I don't fully understand the symbolism. I mean, it's about, I guess, a little bit. I mean, it's about a vegetarian, like, a very shy, virgin, 20-something-year-old hey, student. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, like, pale and skinny and cowardly and um, and vegetarian. Uh, and then she goes off on, like, to vet school and starts, like, craving meat and then starts craving human flesh. You said, I understand the symbolism. Then you described part of the movie, but I still don't understand. Well, I mean, it probably has something to do with, like, repression. Yeah. And, you know, repressing repressing your animal. Yeah. Whatever. Or, like... I don't know, expectation, because you learn later, I mean, I'm totally spoiling parts of it, but you learn later that, like, her family kind of forced her to be that way, like, she, yeah, you know. They tried to, like, really tame her, because they were also cannibals. They were, but only a little bit, not the dad. Not the dad. Yeah. Very strange. Um, rating, uh, nine out of ten... What the fucks? Uh, it's really gross. Four out of ten. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. It's gross. It's big spoiler. The end of the movie, her and her sister basically eat her boyfriend's leg off. I don't remember that happening. <laughs> I just remember the car accident scene. Oh, yeah. The sister... But is also a cannibal, and she takes her sister out like to the middle of this country road, gets herself hit by a car, uh, and the guy like no not hit she does get hit by the car or whatever the guy swerves into a tree and it kills the guy, and then she just sister's like what's going on and so she, and then the other sister goes up to the guy in the car and basically just takes a big chonk out of his face, um, <laughs> chonk. <laughs> yeah. So that's lovely. It's one of those movies that starts out, it's not believable, that's not a good way of describing it, but like, you can sympathize with the character, because she gets to college, and she's like, in way over her head, and they're doing like, the initiation part of- Yeah, they're doing like, crazy hazing stuff to her. Yeah, which is not, you know, not, not what happens. I don't, at least not in my experience, it doesn't happen on that level, but that's kind of what going to college is like, just- ten times more crazy. Yeah. And I can see if she's like a shy, like sexually repressed young woman and like, I don't know, maybe society's never given her the opportunity or like taught her how to be like herself or released or free or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And she's got all this like frustration that makes her like cower all the time. Yeah. The real scary part of the movie is society. Exactly. That's always true. Except in the human centipede. Except in the human centipede. That really the scariest part of that was the, the anus stuff. <laughs> Isn't it always? That was <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so... Okay, for me, I think the scariest part of the movie might have been when he had them like in his little laboratory and he's just like explaining via slideshow or whatever yes the way he's going to do the surgery and 
oh god and then the one girl in whatever way I don't remember makes him mad and he's just like well you get the privilege of being the centerpiece or yes. whatever he's like you you will be the middle piece oh god should we explain the concept in case anyone doesn't know they're they're so mouth to butthole yes <laughs> like he's three got people. he's got this dream okay I don't remember where it comes from but he wants to make this creature that's just three people sewn mouth to asshole so like you feed the person up front and then it you know feeds the others eventually he tried to do it with dogs how do you say three in german dry he has his dry dry hound his beloved dry hund (laughs) his lovely three dog um (laughs) oh god (laughs) adorable and that's like the first thing you see <laughs> yeah. that's the first shot of the movie is a picture of these just basically these three rottweilers mouth to butt yeah this and poorly it looks this ter- <laughs> terribly photoshopped picture like literally all the same dog like in the same position like literally just like copy and pasted yeah, but anyway <laughs> so you see that and you're like oh this is gonna be funny but like no with a human that's more realistic and to be fair, we were like, we were like in early high school when we watched this. So we like, we were babies about it, but we were like, what were you looking? Were we late? Were we like seniors? I don't, I think we must have been. I don't think it was that long ago because we weren't really friends until junior year of it's high true. school. Anyway, it was just a qualifier because we did baby out and didn't finish it. Um, I ended up finishing it, but I had to do it in the daytime with the sound off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then, I didn't care enough to finish it. Well, I wanted to finish it because I didn't want to not have finished it. Um, because <laughs> I wanted to never have to watch it ever again. And you know whenever you no when someone's have like, have you. you ever watched X movie? And you're like, oh, well, I never watched the end of it. They're like, oh, we have to watch it right now. I don't want that to happen Maybe to me. But they're that. a terrible person. Yeah. I... But anyway, we turned it off right at the moment, right after he had uh, connected them, the three of them, and he, and, um, he uh, held up a, a mirror to the chick in the middle oh, or God. something and yeah. made her look at herself. And then I was like... It was bad. No, no. I would de- it's so weird. I would definitely be able to watch it like now. like Not just because I've seen it already, but I think I'm... I don't know. I was really stressed out. <laughs> you've seen, you've seen the horrors of the real world. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't want to watch it now because I would have to look it up. But I don't know if the director of the second and third Human Centipede is the same guy who Ooh, did the no, first I think one. It's, I think it's a different guy. Okay, Maybe. as long as it's a different guy. But if it's the same guy, I, ha- I have no desire to support. Him yeah. Because the second one. I know very little about, other than the fact that it's essentially just torture porn. Yeah, we read a little about the second and third ones. Yeah. I know the second one is banned from most countries. Yeah. The third one, I think, the general, like, consensus is it's just terrible, because it's not, it has none of the, none of the possibly arguable, like, interesting factor, as far as, like, social whatever the fuck that the first movie has the third movie is just like this Does prison Does the first one have any social commentary? I don't know. Maybe, arguably a little. I don't know. 
I think you're not supposed to like the girls in the beginning of it. I can't remember, but they're in the hotel room and maybe they're jerks? I don't know. Not really. I mean, that's not really a social com- commentary. That's just general horror movie misogyny. Yeah, but I think the... Like, they're they're ditzy and annoying, yeah. so they deserve to be, you know, dead. Which, obviously, no. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, don't love it. But the third movie is just, like, it's prison warden or whatever, is, like, let's take all these prisoners and just sew them mouth to asshole. Yeah, didn't he want to make, like, a 200 or 300 person long one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, it's just like, okay, yeah, okay. You know. Yeah. It was bad. I I have no desire to go back and watch it again. But if you want to, I'll definitely watch it with you. <laughs> well, obviously, I really want to. I don't know how you haven't been getting all these hints I've been dropping. Do you think... Where do you think would be the worst place on the human centipede to be? I think it depends on your personality. <laughs> I mean, the middle, right? Yeah, maybe. What are you doing on your phone, Laura? I'm looking up human centipede 2. <laughs> I think I think it would depend on your personality which which part of the centipede would be the worst place really? to be. Yeah, cuz like the guy at the front of the three people is, I think, if I remember correctly, given, like, laxatives or whatever. So, like, nobody's taken a shit yet. And then the guy, like, the doctor guy, the crazy man, wants them to whatever. And so, like, that would be terrible to be that person. Oh, God. What? Oh, God. With 12 victims, this is in the second one, the doctor begins assembling his centipede. He severs the ligaments in each person's knees to prevent them from fleeing. So doesn't that just give you, like, floppy legs? I don't know. Oh, God. Keeps them from fleeing and uses a hammer to knock out their teeth. He slices open the buttocks of one of his victims, causing him to bleed to death. In a quick change of plan, instead of actual surgeon tools, he uses a staple gun and duct tape to attach each person's lips to the next person's buttocks. That's a quick change of plan. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Ooh. It's eventually ten people long. Do you want me to tell you how the first one ends, or do you want to watch Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah? You want me to tell you? Oh, yeah, tell me. Okay. I actually, yeah, I didn't realize I didn't know, yeah. To the best of my memory, the girl on the end dies of like sepsis or like an infection like pretty not like immediately but like she's been dying for like the like last two days or whatever she's eating twice digested shit (laughs) oh god no i i think she just got an infection because you know they're like that and um and then the guy at the front i think kills himself with like a broken piece of mirror or something if I remember correctly so the girl in the middle is alive and just waiting because the doctor is now I think dead or something gone I don't know the policemen that came to the house are dead and she's just in the middle of this human centipede contraption with her friend dead like sewn to her ass and this guy dead sewn to her mouth and she's just like sitting there and she can see herself in like a mirror 
It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. That's how it ends. That's like... Oh, God. There's no redeeming part of that movie at all. No. Okay, yeah, the same guy directed all three. Yeah, okay. So, we don't want to help that guy. I don't want to help him. Yeah, I can't... I... I like horror movies, but sometimes I worry (laughs) that I'm just supporting it. Like, like some, some of the ones that make, like, some commentary or, like, are artful in whatever way, I'm like, yeah, cool, awesome. And the ones that are just, like, you know, creepy doll does creepy shit. I'm fine with that. Are fine. But then sometimes they're, like, so obviously, like, sadistic and terrible. I'm yeah, like, who did this? I don't like when it's just a let's punish women for being women thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. Freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. What other ones? uh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Is that the funny one? Is it like, (laughs) is it like the parody (laughs) one? I mean, it's scary still, but yeah, it's like a parody. Describe to me what happens. It's these college students, and they're in a cabin in the woods, like, for vacation, and they're, like, being, their environment is being controlled by, like, these, this crazy, like, sci-fi, like, control space by, like, people who are, like, I don't know, they're, like, sending them like everything's computer generated and these people are like the puppet masters and they're like sending them different monsters and like oh, yeah. watching yeah. them on I've seen this, yeah. It's alright. <laughs> Is that your formal opinion? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what other ones have we watched together? Shark horror movies. Yeah, we see any horror movie about sharks that comes out. Which I think so far has just been two. It's been the Meg and 47 meters down. Oh, and we watched Jaws. That was good. I love Jaws. I'm glad you Jaws liked it. Jaws is fucking awesome. Did you not like it? No, I liked it. I'd seen <laughs> it before, though. Well, I, I just thought from the way you said, I'm glad you liked no, it. No, sorry. I'm, I'm so glad you liked it. Thank you. <laughs> it's so bad. No, so, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's bad. It's fucking awesome. It's bad, but, like, it's so interesting to me that something with, like, you know, there's no, like, super good special effects or anything. It's it's bad in that way, but it still holds up as I, a movie. I would I argue that's, that's why it's good. Yeah. I think most movies now, and horror movies especially, rely way too heavily on special effects, and I really don't care that much about it. Like, mm-hmm. at a certain point, you can make something look really cool and realistic, but, like, I still know it's a movie. Like, it's fine. Like, if you spend less on special effects and it doesn't look quite like a shark it's fine I can pretend I can make believe Mm -hmm. you know you can try harder actually writing it or something I don't know I love Jaws I don't remember a single thing about 47 meters down it was one of the ones where they're like in the shark cage and then it like breaks or something and they're trapped down there with a shark yeah I just know that it talks about uh the hallucinations you get whenever you run out of oxygen 
and you can or and then you go up to the surface really fast and you get you go crazy didn't know about that I just I, I know so little but I know that like you can't go to the surface of the ocean from the bottom of or from like a deep point really fast because you'll just get all sick I don't know why. <laughs> um, so I can't remember at all, and I'm trying to look it up as I'm speaking, but I really just can't remember, and I'm not going to be able to remember, I don't think, and I don't think I'm going to be able to find it either. But I believe when some somebody gets hurt in Jaws the movie, it's real, like... They actually broke their hip or broke their leg or something. And so one of the screams in the movie is an actual, like, <laughs> I broke my hip scream. Which is crazy. The best damn scream in the movie. <laughs> which is crazy because it's the same thing. Um, I heard about this on the podcast, My Favorite Murder. But it's um, in the movie The Exorcist. When, like, the mom character gets thrown against the wall or whatever. Um, she screams and she has this like blood curdling scary scream but in real life she like broke her spine oh shit yeah so she it's get like, paralyzed I don't know oh. but it's the I broke my spine scream that they kept in the damn movie <laughs> well yeah you gotta oh, that's if, just... some, if you get a gift you can't just throw it away do you think they asked her <laughs> do you think they were like hey you know when you broke your spine? You know how we have that on video. Listen, they did a lot of takes. Who's to say which one was in the final cut? That's crazy. Well, the last one was the one where she broke her damn spine. Could have been an earlier one. Oh, that's so... It's so bad. Just bad, bad. But yeah, I think, if my memory is correct, the same thing happened with Jaws, where one, one of the actors got hurt while something was being filmed and they kept the sound in it reminds me of like babies crying in horror movies i'm always i'm always curious as to how they get the babies to cry because sometimes it's like clearly like a fake recorded baby crying noise but other times they like show a close-up of the baby's face and i'm like how did you, did you just wait for it to cry well that i understand babies babies cry like every two hours or whatever like it's babies just cry all day long what i don't understand is when it's like a like a toddler or like a yeah, kid who's sorry. like eight when i say baby i don't mean like i'm showing you with my hands the, the this size baby i mean like yeah like the, <laughs> the little two-year-olds or whatever that are clearly yeah terrified. or even like a little just a kid mm -hmm. like I'm like there's no way that kid's that good of an actor yeah we've discussed before that like like if one of the people on the set is like out at Target or something and he sees this kid just having a tantrum does he like swoop the kid up and like put him in a van and speed him to the set <laughs> and yeah. then, quickly he, call, he calls him and he's like guys I'm on my way to the set I've got one <laughs> I've got one get the cameras ready yeah I like I can't imagine there's this mom this stage mom out there who's like Little Billy didn't get the Pampers commercial, but because of his great skill at crying and looking terrified on command, he did book the horror movie. Like, that's not a skill kids can have, I don't think. I feel, I mean, 
some actors can cry on demand, but I can't imagine like an eight year old like, being able yeah, to do that. Young. Especially because they're always like bawling. They look sometimes they look like petrified, like yeah. so scared. Like I watched a horror movie in an English class that was based on this like old old version of uh, Little Red Riding Hood, and um, the wolf character transforms like into a wolf or whatever, and it's terrifying. But the kid in the show is like three maybe maybe four like too young but not so young that they just cried like that on command and this kid's face looked terrified and i'm like well yeah it's you know this movie was made a shit ton of years ago they they were allowed to just like hurt the kids to make them cry because they paid their parents too much money so they were I just don't like think allowed. You can assume that. I think they must have. I don't think this you can assume that so just because sad. it's an old movie, they tortured children. I'm pretty sure you were just allowed to do that. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, like I don't know. It's this kid looks so scared, and everyone in the class when we finished the movie was like, "What the fuck was up with that kid? Like, how did they get him to cry that hard? <laughs> he was crying so hard." I just, I don't know. But I also don't interact with uh, kids very often. So maybe they are just like that. Maybe the little four-year-olds just fucking lose their shit. Maybe if you have, like... I feel like maybe a little sociopath kid could do that. (laughs) You know? Are you calling every child actor a sociopath? Yes. Okay. I mean... It's possible. I mean, maybe. Because but like, aren't I don't all know. babies Because so soon has like become really good at faking emotion, and I guess if you're a little kid, you learn how to fake a little kid emotion. Yeah, Probably. but I, like, I feel like, all little kids kind of do that. Like they'll fall over and get up and be fine. But if they fall over and they see that an adult saw them fall over, they'll they'll start crying. Yeah, they'll like start crying for yeah. attention. Yeah, and it's like, and they're real tears. And so they're like, they are really crying, but mm-hmm. they, they just, they're not crying because they're in pain or because they're sad. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess if you, if you can cry for attention, it'd be easy to cry for a movie. I guess, yeah. That's all the attention. Or maybe they just torture the children. They might just torture the children. Would you, are, can you cry on command? No. I mean, I don't know, maybe if I get, like, some Tracy Chapman going or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, step one, I've got to be in my car. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, it's got to be raining. I can fake cry on command, <laughs> which I do for you all the time, and I'm pretty sure it freaks you out a little bit whenever I do my fake cry. Because, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> when I do my fake cry actual tears come into my eyes and some sometimes out of my eyes but it's not I'm not like crying crying you're deeply repressed it's true are you a cannibal I mean you're a, a vegan. what are you a cannibal <laughs> yes because I just you are need... a vegan uh-huh. I'm sort of worried that you're the chick from raw yeah it's true I'm just I just gotta go to veterinary school and oh uh, God, please yeah. don't oh don't that, worry that would be the end What other scary movies have we watched together? There was The Meg. The oh, Meg, which is like barely a scary movie. That was so weird. That was not good. Did you think it was good? No. Great. Neither did I. I didn't watch it with you, but I just finished the original Carrie. I have watched the original Carrie. I have not watched it recently. I bet I'd like it more now. 
when I watched it originally, I wanted it to be super, super scary, and it wasn't. It didn't live up to some of the scary stories and shit that I was reading at that age, because I was like... <laughs> what were you reading? I was like late elementary school, maybe sixth grade. So I was reading like all the like scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, I read those too, but in those, like, no one died. I mean, people die. But, like, it's not like everyone in the school dies. Maybe, like, one person will die. I don't know. I guess maybe that was when I had just learned to use my imagination. So the stories (laughs) I I was reading were so much scarier in my brain. I see. Yeah. Nothing could be scarier than your brain. (laughs) <laughs> it's true. Mine specifically. Just leave me alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Don't play me a horror movie. Yeah, let's... What if we make a horror movie, but we get people in the movie theater, and just up on the screen, it just says, now sit alone with your thoughts for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And then we just play some, like, ambient noise. <laughs> like, some white noise. No, it has to be total silence. <laughs> oh, total silence. <laughs> We give everyone, like, a, like a blindfold and some earplugs, and we're, like, sit in silence. It would panic. I feel like that's too, like, that's too, like, meta-performance art societal commentary. We'd make so much money. <laughs> like, when's the last time you just did nothing? When's the last time you were content with silence? Like, I, I think they'd think we were New Age performance artists. Wouldn't we be? I mean, I'm open to it. How open-minded of you. Yeah, because, you know, it's like a like a mindfulness thing that people talk about. Like, honestly, like, if you put people, like, in, a, like, in our society in a room and just told them to, like, do nothing, mm-hmm. it might, you know, some people get upset when they're not doing anything. Yeah. I am not like that. I love doing nothing. Well, yeah, but there's doing nothing and then there's doing nothing. I do know, I know. Like, I mean, people do nothing, like, all day, but they're always still, like, on their phone or, like, Mm -hmm. chewing gum or, like, watching TV or something. So, like, always something, but not really that. Yeah. I think that's how we we should have you do that little speech and then say, now sit in silence (sighs) with your thoughts for 30, or for 90 minutes, and then we, uh... I didn't want to have. You didn't want to? No. Oh. I wasn't trying to lecture. I'm just saying what people say. I've read about mindfulness in uh, the Buddhist context. I like And it. how it's been, like, adapted by our, um, by a lot of, like, self-help and, psycholo- and, like, pop psychology stuff in America. It's very interesting, actually. I feel like you can't really do nothing. It's a... You're always doing something. Well, I mean... Yeah, I guess if you're doing nothing, you wouldn't exist. Yeah. Great. Um, I'm glad we agree. Solved it. <laughs> I mean, that's what uh, Nirvana is supposed to be, basically. Great. So we answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> solved it. Have we watched any other horror movies together? We watched that one with the doll that was... But we watched 10 minutes of it. It was too terrible to keep oh, watching. Oh, yeah. I forget. Bad. We wanted to watch it because it got like a... I think it got like a 0% on, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, we that have to see bad. this. That was bad. Oh, 
Mm. And like most of the Wikipedia article was about it was this like long quote from the director about why it was a mistake and what he learned from it. Like <laughs> that's really what that's what you want in a horror movie yeah. is the director to say it never should have happened and it was bad. Yeah. Like and I it was really it was a really powerful speech. I got the sense that he really learned from his like he learned a lot from his from this particular failure about mm-hmm. himself as an artist and as a person. It was a very it was a moving experience for him to make such a bad movie. Okay, so I have an I have an opinion on a on a more recent horror movie Ooh, that I don't opinion. that you have not seen to my knowledge. Okay. It's called Bird Box. No. It stars uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I'm f- sort of familiar. Yeah. Uh huh. She's interesting. Uh, she's got very pretty and interesting looks. <laughs> is that your opinion? No. <laughs> my opinion uh, is not my opinion. It's a, an opinion that I kind of had uh, with Marjorie, and then I watched a YouTube video about it that uh, validated <laughs> me and my idea. But basically, the, the concept of the movie, which I'm going to spoil for anyone listening who wants to watch it. I want to watch it. Well, I won't spoil the end of the movie then. Okay. I'll just tell you. Okay. Because you did tell me to watch it. But it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. I thought you said it was good. No. Why did you tell me to watch it if you think it's bad? It's bad. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to hear your opinion. Okay. Um, but basically, it's these <laughs> monsters slash creatures slash whatever okay. that if you look at, you get super sad and you kill yourself basically it's just like but it's like an instant thing it sounds dumb yeah it's not a good concept the only people to whom that crazy mind switch doesn't happen are people who are like clinically insane okay they see it and they're like oh my god it's the most beautiful thing so the crazy people who can see this thing and not kill themselves go around trying to find the people who have hidden themselves and open that, like, force their eyes open and force them to look at the thing. Which is crazy, right? And it's super demonizing to people with mental illness. It's problematic. It's problematic. The problem with the movie is they created this situation that no one can survive. Like. What about the clinically insane people? The clinically insane people can survive, but they're like. Like none of the none of the non crazy people who are just like living in hiding, keeping their eyes closed when they go outside, avoiding the creatures, those people can't survive. So like no one is there's no like effort to fight it in the movie. Like are the clinically the insane people trying to fight it? No, the the clinically insane people are like this is the most beautiful thing. Everyone has to see it. The people who are avoiding it are avoiding it and the crazy people. They're trying to run away. And basically there's like a safe house of sorts that everyone's trying to go to. But like the movie in no way recognizes that like eventually the crazy people will find that place. Because they have like infinite time. And they have their eyes open. Because they can do whatever they want. Because they can see the things and not die Mm. and everyone else is like traveling 
and doing all like doing all their avoidance with their eyes closed and if they're used to seeing then they're at like a huge disadvantage right and it's just it's crazy and it's bad because it's not it, wait so the people are just blind all the time you mean the people who are not the crazy people? Yeah. Yeah, they have to, like, cover their eyes or whatever. Like, 24-7? 24-7. So the creature's Unless, just walking around all the time? Except if they're in a house, and they have, like, the windows closed and everything. Okay. And I assume we never get to see what the creatures look like? Nope. Not the whole movie. Okay. It's very weird. Do we get to hear what they sound like? Nope. Get any clues? Do they have tentacles? <laughs> they have pincers? No. Part of what this uh, what this... makes them so goddamn sexy? <laughs> I don't know. The only time you get to see them is when one of the crazy guys has drawn them, and so you get to see drawings of them. But the drawings are super varied, and it's hard to tell if it's like actually what they look like or because he's crazy. Because he's crazy, and um, the YouTube video I watched that was like. Uh, making a judgment of about this movie was talking about how there's a lot of shit about the monsters, the creatures, that doesn't hold up. Like, they have no consistent size because, like, there'll be they're able to cover, like, way too much distance too fast, or you'll see them moving in the trees like, you'll see, like, wind blowing in the trees and it's like, wait, so they're that tall now? But other times they'll be like, short one lady's in the second story of a house and looks out the window and clearly sees one, so they're at least two stories tall, but only sometimes. It's, like, weird. He was standing on a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Just one monster outside the window standing yeah. on a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a peek. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's not a good movie. I really want you to watch it. Okay. What a good friend. Yeah, I'm a good friend. We watched uh, Train to Busan. That's such a fucking good movie. That's did I tell you to watch that? I think. Yeah, I did. yeah, yeah, you did. Isn't that good? Do yeah, it's like a broad daylight horror movie, which I is like cool. It. So like, I if you don't like horror movies, that's what I would recommend to you. It's got the daddyator in it. The daddyator. Yeah, he's yes. the dad gladiator. He's amazing. He's great. It's one of those ones where it's like, you don't want it to end the way it ends, but at some point you know it's going to end that way. Don't say stuff like that. I just recommended it. People yeah. might watch it. And that's a that's an un- unravelable statement. Okay. It's it's also one of those those movies that like even in the beginning, like the beginning of the movie, there's just, there are some problems where it's like, that could have been prevented. Why did you have to do that thing that way? What do you mean? I can't, it, you're right, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I mean, I guess we're spoiling everything, but I mean, it's fine. Okay, well, like, biggest example is like, I know he was in the moment, so it's, you know... Who am I to judge how this guy was fighting these weird, crazy zombies? But he stuck his arm, his hand, like, into this guy's mouth, and he didn't need to. I don't remember that. Okay, well, that's how it happened. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay. give him your arm. We'll get a snack. Yeah, a little chunk. He'll, he'll leave you alone. It's funny because every group of people I've watched it with, immediately when that happened, they're all like, cut your arm off. <laughs> As if you could just, like, chop your arm off. <laughs> just, just, you know. Oh, okay. And I'll just detach my limb. Whoosh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I could do that. Have you ever watched any other zombie horror movies? <sighs> Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Have you watched Zombie Land? Yes. I think yes. I have too. That's a good film. It's been a long time ago if I did. I would have been in like middle school. God, I feel old. Why? Because middle school was a long time ago. You are 19. That's a lie. You're 20. Yeah. Okay. Anyone who's older than you listening to this is really resenting you for saying you feel old. Yeah, I sure hope most people listening would be older or the same age as us. I feel like I doubt that. <sighs> That's just, I'm just guessing. Yeah. Hey, how old are you? Guess you. <laughs> Say it out loud. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I hope whoever's listening is like, I don't know, over like 12, I guess. Why? Say a lot of bad words. Oh. Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me the shivers. When did you become such a badass? Just now, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what social commentary the human centipede could have been. God, I don't. Now that I know it's the same fucker who did the second one, I get. I mean, I just and none, the third one, none. <laughs> He's just crazy. He just wanted to make. He just had this great idea, and he had to make it. Yeah, one time I when just I, like the doctor in the Human Center. Oh God, <laughs> one time when I um was a little younger, I really wanted to write a a book, and I was like really into. Um, true crime and and tv shows about you know like detectives and criminal mindsy type shit so i was really into knowing about serial killers and stuff and i was like i can write a story about a serial killer and i got like six or seven chapters in and i was just like i can't do this i can't if i were to publish this people would think I'm wacko and needed serious help. So the fact that this guy can come up with this concept, make the whole movie, and then, like, go on to make a second worse one yeah. is very strange. I feel like that's the thing, though. I feel like anyone, like, like you said, you were, like, in sixth grade. I feel like anyone, by the time they're a decent age, can come up with, like, the grossest shit that they want to. I mean... Yeah, but that you doesn't don't. mean it's yeah. That doesn't mean it's like good or smart or anything mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like I could come up with a horrible and terrifying concept for a horror movie. Yeah, but, but I also I mean, can I, be like, we shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know though. I say that, but like. It really took off the human centipede idea. I mean, I guess I I basically said anyone can think of something like that but I guess that's not true it really resonated with people for some reason well yeah but like you can churn out bullshit like like that like nobody's fucking business like the Saw movies are just that over and over and over again yeah 
And I, I say that not having watched more than like 15 minutes of one of them. But they're all terrifying gore. Yeah, I've heard if you, really, if you don't like gore porn, they're really not interesting at all. Yeah, which like the people who do like that, I want to just kind of squint at. Because I'm like, why? Do we have a way to communicate with our listeners? Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> okay. If you get mad horny watching people get <laughs> murdered, tweet us and tell us why. Please don't. <laughs> and describe exactly how it feels. Yeah, please send an email to batildabagshark at gmail.com. Yes. And please use correct grammar. Yeah, Batilda with a TH for God knows what reason. <laughs> it's German. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> if you become sexually aroused by violence, we're here. No, I'm. I won't be here. I'm here. <laughs> Mara's here. I am listening. Actually, why don't you send a letter to her house? I'm. You know what? I'm just gonna set up a helpline. <laughs> oh God, no. Okay, I won't. Okay, please don't. You've convinced me. Oh, I also had a good idea for a serial killer thing. What? The Tupperware killer. Explain. He puts people in Tupperware. And eats them? I don't know. I didn't think it that, I didn't think it through that far. I'm pretty sure there have been cannibals where people, where like when the police showed up, they had just like body parts in their fridge. Okay, now you always see it like in jars or like in trash bags. I'm talking about like Tupperware. Tupperware brand Tupperware. Yes. I think we should. Like, yeah, like good Tupperware. Yeah, we should sell this idea to the Tupperware brand Tupperware company. Yes, and they'll sponsor it. And yeah, be like, we have a great idea for a commercial. Hear me out. Then, yeah, <laughs> the Tupperware kill. The Tupperware killer. Because Isn't they can that... have like there. I feel like there's so, there's so many different sizes of Tupperware. You could mm-hmm. put every single body part in its own individual Tupperware. At at a certain point, I don't think you get to call it Tupperware anymore. Why? There's no, like, torso-sized Tupperware. Oh. No, I'm talking, like, you could put... Like, they have really small Tupperware. Put a nipple in one. <laughs> I'm, Why I'm was talking that like, the first example? I'm not, like, a whole torso. Like, take out... Like, put a different organ in each one. You know? Okay. But is there a, a Tupperware that's big enough for your femur? Yeah, they, they make, like, really big Tupperware. Like, the, you can put a whole, like, cake in. I feel like your femur's bigger than <laughs> What's a femur again? <laughs> <laughs> it's the long ass leg bone. It's the longest bone in your body. <laughs> I okay, feel yeah. like a femur's bigger than a cake. <laughs> what is a femur? <laughs> oh, they got some... <laughs> got some... Got really big cakes out there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know. I just thought I I thought of it. It would be a good idea for like a murder mystery novel, and the first word would be in italics snap exclamation point, and that's the snap of a Tupperware lid. <laughs> Hear that? That's freshness. <laughs> <laughs> that's that fresh lock seal. Yeah. <laughs> he opened it two days later, smelled it, still fresh. Still fresh. Can please um, Ziploc have a like a a, a counter killer? Who's like, oh no, we have the Ziploc freezer bags. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate freshness. Well, you've given me a lot to think about. 
I had already given myself a lot to think about. Yeah, so, great. Well, I'm glad we could come up with a serial killer um, idea. Excuse me. I came up with it. You're right. I'm glad you could come up with a serial killer idea. Although we should write, like, we could write a book together, and it could be, like, about two dueling serial killers, and you can be the Ziploc one. I don't want to be the Ziploc one. He's worse. Well, then come up with a better one. You're right. Also, we should not embark on writing a book together again, because it Well, not until we finish our current one. You're right. But we'll have to completely change the concept. Yeah. I'm pretty sure um, I've watched too much uh, Criminal Minds to know <laughs> for sure, but I think it was like Jeffrey Dahmer no I don't know one of the famous serial killers, like the very very famous ones uh, killed people and kept, kept them in Tupperware in his fridge I know he killed people and kept body parts, I don't know if it was in Tupperware It's okay, you don't have to know. Yeah. I'm glad you don't. I'm also glad I don't. Sometimes I weird myself out with some of the shit I just happen to know. Yeah. You know. There's a, yeah, I don't know the whole, the whole fascination with serial killers thing. Like, it's, I don't know. I find them interesting. Oh yeah, me too. I read a whole, um... This counts as horror. I read Helter Skelter, which is the big-ass true crime book about uh, the Manson family. Yeah. That was interesting. I... Except not that interesting. Listen to podcast My Favorite Murder, which is interesting. It's about true crime. I really like watching the occasional shitty television show about serial killers. Mm-hmm. I like... I tend to like them when they end happy. Like when, like, someone, a victim, gets, like, escapes and then is the reason of the vic- person's downfall or whatever. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like, the line between, like, people being fascinated by serial killers and, like, the serial killer groupies who are, like, really sexually attracted to them. Yeah, or glorifying them. Yeah, Yeah, I don't really, I don't like the distinction. It's the same thing with the horror movie fans. I feel like there should be a more, like, like, more, uh, like, evident line between the two groups of, yeah. 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 But humans don't be like that, I guess. Yeah. Also, it's so fucked up, um, my... Yeah, Marjorie and I were talking about this, but, uh, like, every every time you hear a report or, like, a documentary about Ted Bundy, they talk about how attractive he was, and I'm like, he killed people. He was not that attractive, for one, like, objectively, I don't think he's that attractive, but he killed people. Doesn't like, make you not physically attractive. He, okay, but he wasn't, like, I wonder if he... Did people actually think that at the time, or have they just, like, romanticized him? I think, I mean, I know they definitely thought so at the time. I mean, I thought maybe he had, like, groupies at his trial or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them do. Even the ugly ones. But did they just find him attractive because he was famous, or... 
I don't know. I don't think you... We'll have to watch that Netflix thing. Yeah, I don't think he was attractive. I think he was just normal looking. I think he didn't look like enough (laughs) of a creep to be the type of person who would do that shit. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess if you're going to be into serial killers, it's enough if they're not hideous. Yeah. The serial killer part is is more where where you're getting your kicks. Yeah. I just can't get behind the people who in any way sexualize the... I'm like, damn. No, I'm glad to hear you say that. It's so bad. I'm glad to hear you're not in favor of that. Yeah, well, I mean, no one should be, obviously, (laughs) but, like, it makes it bad because I feel like it's okay to be interested in what is, like, the most depraved and crazy and, and, and fucked up a human can be and looking into why they thought that way or what fucked up things might have happened in their life that led them to be so like confused about the line between reality and right and wrong and whatever like whatever I don't think that fascination is bad I think when it becomes like an idolization and and, and, like a weird complexy type thing it gets bad and I don't know where to I I don't know where that line is I mean I think the line with you is pretty clear you have like an intellectual fascination with it not a sexual fascination oh yeah well for me (laughs) I'm just saying in general though yeah I don't really know either but yeah I think the the question of whether or not evil exists is super interesting Mm -hmm. well because some of them sometimes it's like yeah he was um, he had two shitty abusive parents he went into the foster care system he had shitty abusive foster families he got dropped on his head whatever you know Mm -hmm. and it's like okay yeah but then sometimes the killer had like a fine life and like was normal and just crazy like or not was just a sociopath or psychopath and i find that interesting not in a good way <laughs> just in an interesting way I don't know do you well not to be Buddhist about it but <laughs> <laughs> but something that is I've heard slash read is like that your life can be either the world around you can be either heaven or hell 100% depending on your own mind and the habits of your own mind. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not that profound, it's pretty, it makes a lot of sense, but yeah. I think about that a lot. Like, when we talk about like, how, you know, you, you try to think about how like, people in like a way worse situation can be like, could they be actually like happier? Is it possible for them to be happier than someone in a good situation or vice versa? Mm-hmm. It's just very interesting. It is interesting. Because some people just can have, like, by most standards, everything and be totally miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, there's that, like, a study or whatever that says happiness does, or money does buy happiness up to oh, yeah, no, amount definitely of money. Oh, like, yeah, no, I definitely Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. On a large scale, that's definitely legit. But I just mean like, uh, yeah, on like a case by case. Yeah, there are exceptions. Definitely. Question. Yeah. About horror movies, do you fuck more with a serial killer 
slash like this could happen in real life type horror movies or ghosty demon shit Mm. I don't know I don't think I have a a particular preference Mm. when it's when it's cool ghosts or demons okay have you seen the movie Mama no it's good have you seen the uh, the movie The Woman in Black no it stars my boy I know it does your boy Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Oh, we also watched The Babadook. Oh, yeah. Did you know he's gay? Yes, I did. <laughs> did yeah. you know he's one thick bee? <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so good. Yeah. I'm glad we watched that together. <laughs> Do you have any other horror movies? Not on me. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Um, I watched Silence of the Lambs. Don't remember a lot about it, but I remember liking it. Have you watched any of like the original, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre, and like Scream and? No, I watched The Sixth Sense though. Fred, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. I want to watch a Psycho. I also want to watch Psycho. Okay, I've never seen Next Psycho. on our list. That and watching all of the Chris Fleming Dale series in a row as a movie. Yes. Oh my god. Can't wait. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. So now now you all know our plans. <laughs> Do you have anything to add? Um just keep thinking about sharks. Yeah. Keep thinking about them. Stay sharp out there. Yeah, and if if you don't if you hadn't learned anything else from this episode uh, I, I hope that you take away that there are a lot of things in the world that are scarier than sharks. Yes. Um, and that uh, at the end of the day, you can still say that sharks are good people, but you can't say the same thing about serial killers and movie directors that make torture porn. So That's true. Sharks, sharks are, are better people. people than some people. It's true. Um, Even though they kill people. Yeah, So, but still stay sharp. Most of them don't even kill people. You can say that about most people, too. <laughs> wow. The similarities between sharks and people are it's just... It's like we're the same. <laughs> it's like there are no difference. Oh, hello, cat. Tokyo says, stop this podcasting right now and okay. give me snuggles. <laughs> um, stay sharp? Yes, yeah, stay sharp. Bye. Bye. <laughs>